0: 8 k News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The housing chief says modular construction as seen in quarantine facilities could speed up the delivery of public flats. There's a warning that a growing number of children are being admitted to hospital with COVID and the price of grain on global markets slides to its lowest level since the start of the war in Ukraine as an export deal is struck. Housing Chief Winnie Ho says the authorities plan to deploy modular integrated construction techniques, similar to those used in building quarantine facilities, as a way to speed up the delivery of public housing. Ms Ho said the technique, in which building modules are made off-site before being installed, could accelerate the supply of public rental flats. The Minister said how the technique would be used would vary depending on the construction site and it would not be suitable for everywhere. It has some site restrictions and logistical requirements. If the sites are too small and too congested, or if the site is on a on a slope or uh, in front of a very narrow road, uh, there are restrictions and constraints. So, um, to make use of the greatest benefit of this method, we have to choose sites that are substantially uh, larger sites, and there are substantially more units that have this uh, repetition. An assistant professor in pediatrics says a growing number of children are being admitted to hospital after contracting COVID. Mike Kwan of the University of Hong Kong told a radio program that hospital beds are in short supply and he called on parents to get their children vaccinated. Meanwhile, a government COVID advisor, Lao Yu Lung, says indicators show that the current wave is on an upward trend and the disease can't yet be considered endemic in Hong Kong. 韓國大學, HKU's reproduction rate for the virus was 1.7 a few days ago. As Dr. shuk from the Centre for Health Protection said, it's possible that the tally will double in around two weeks. It may be six or 7,000 in August. Whether it will peak at 10,000 cases a day or a bit more and then go down will depend on the people and the government price of wheat on global markets has fallen to its lowest levels since Russia attacked Ukraine in February. Both countries signed a deal yesterday to resume grain exports from Black Sea ports, which have been blockaded for months by Russia. Ukraine's president, president Volodymyr Zelensky, said shipments could help prevent what he called a global food catastrophe. Oleksiy Gonchorenko is a member of parliament for the Ukrainian port of Odessa. He's concerned that Russia might try to stall shipments. Putin will do everything he can to slow down the process, to make it as possibly narrow bottleneck as, as he can, to make the shipments like a teaspoon style, absolutely, because he doesn't want it. And the only reason why it became real is because the Ukrainian army was successful enough to destroy a big part of Russian Black Sea Navy fleet. The Prime Minister of Thailand, Prayuth Chanocha, has survived the confidence vote in Parliament, ensuring he will remain in office until a general election next year. The former army general, who first came to power in a coup in 2014, has already faced down three such votes in the last two years. The opposition accuses the Prime Minister and his cabinet of economic mismanagement and failing to tackle corruption. Donald Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, is facing up to two years in prison after being found guilty of contempt of Congress. He was convicted for refusing to cooperate with the committee investigating last year's attack on the U.S. Capitol building. The House panel welcomed the verdict as a victory for the rule of law, but Mr. Bannon's lawyers insist it will be overturned on appeal. Speaking outside the court, Mr. Bannon remained defiant. I want to thank, start by thanking the jury. We respect their decision today. I really want to thank those hardworking citizens of Washington, D.C. that uh, had to take an entire week off to go through this. So their thanks. We respect their decision. We may have lost a battle here today, but we're not going to lose this war. In the closing argument, the, the prosecutor missed one very important phrase, right? I stand with Trump and the Constitution, and I will never back off that, ever. The committee wants to examine his communications with the former president around the time of the riot. And now to the weather. It'll be sunny and very hot in the afternoon. Clear tonight, light to moderate southwesterly winds, and the outlook persistently very hot and fine for the rest of July. Temperatures will generally reach 35 degrees or above early next week. At the observatory, the temperature now is 33 degrees Celsius, and the relative humidity is at 67%. You're listening to RTHK, the time is five minutes past one. Officials at the British port of Dover have warned that delays for people travelling to France could become worse over the weekend. On Friday, six-hour queues formed on roads leading to ferry terminals, prompting a dispute between both countries. The port blamed the French authorities for having too few border staff, but the French said the problems were caused by an unforeseen technical incident at the Channel Tunnel. Amanda Dernford was one of the holidaymakers caught up in the traffic at Dover. This was supposed to be a one-hour car journey from Seven Oaks in Kent, um, and it's just been seven, nearly seven hours now, and we're still not checked in. We completely missed our 9.30 ferry. I was able to get out of the car with my girls, and we got to the shops to get some food, because we didn't bring that much food with us, because we thought we were going to be having lunch in France. The White House says President Biden's mild COVID-19 symptoms are improving and he's responding well to treatment. He tested positive on Thursday. He attempted to strike a reassuring tone during a virtual appearance at a meeting of his top economic advisers. The White House COVID-19 coordinator, Dr Ashish Jha, gave reporters an update on the president's health. All of his vitals, including his temperature, I would argue, but all of his vitals have always been in the normal range. His heart rate, his blood pressure, his oxygen level, and his temperature. Um, The 99.4 was the highest temperature he's had in the last, well, 24 hours, but I would say since his diagnosis. But he's had normal uh, vital signs throughout the entire course of the disease. NASA's new James Webb Space Telescope has revealed that there were ten times more spiral galaxies like our own Milky Way in the early universe than previously thought. The world's most powerful telescope collects invisible infrared data that has made visible galaxies that existed soon after the Big Bang. Professor Christopher Consolise is an astronomer at Manchester University in England. It's going to really tell us things that we can only have dreamt about before. Things about how galaxies formed in the early universe, about the first stars, about how basically all the structure in the universe came to be in a way that we really cannot do with any telescope or even approach the ability to do with any telescope which now exists. To sport, and in Hong Kong's rugby union, players are making final preparations for one of the biggest games in their history. The SAR's team take on Tonga in Australia's Sunshine Coast this afternoon for a place in next year's World Cup. The Tongans come into the match as strong favourites, but the losers will have a final opportunity to make it to the showpiece in France in a four-way qualifier in December. At the World Athletics Championships in the United States, the American Sydney McLaughlin has smashed her own world record in the women's 400-metre hurdles. She surged clear of the rest of the field to take gold in 50.68 seconds. The BBC's Alex Capstick has the details from Oregon. The first world record of these championships set by Sydney McLaughlin, the flying American, who shattered the previous best set by her in the same stadium at the US trials just last month. It was a staggering performance. None of her rivals were even close. Not only is she the fastest woman in 400-metre hurdle history, but the first to dip under the 51-second barrier. It wasn't long ago people were saying that was impossible. At only 22 years old, Sidney McLaughlin now holds track and field's holy trinity of Olympic gold, the world title and the world record. An impressive list of accolades for someone so young. The president of World Athletics, Sebastian Coe, has raised the possibility of moving certain events or possibly entire championships to different parts of the year in a bid to mitigate the risk of heat-related illness. His comments come after some athletes struggled in the very high temperatures in Eugene, Oregon. I can see us being in a position where we start looking at some of our endurance events i mean we're not the only sport that has to deal with that maybe when we come to some of our road events race walk marathon we might need to look at how we separate them from a championships and put them into a more benign environment maybe linking up with one of the big city marathons in 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 autumn or earlier in the year we we do have to be cognizant of and just recognise the issues around athlete welfare. Mercifully, it's under control here. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The housing chief says modular construction, as seen in quarantine facilities, could speed up the delivery of public flats in Hong Kong. There's a warning that a growing number of children are being admitted to hospital with COVID symptoms. And the price of grain on global markets has slid to its lowest level since the start of the war in Ukraine as an export deal is struck. And that's all the news for now from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3. The Diploma Yi program is now open for enrollment. It is comparable to Level 2 standard in the Hong Kong Diploma of Secondary Education Examination in five subjects, including Chinese language and English language. The Diploma Yijin is also a Qualifications Framework Level 3 program. It gives you a recognized qualification to further your studies or apply for a job. Visit yj.edu.hk for program details. I'm Dr. Patrick Yip. COVID-19 vaccination is the most effective way to prevent severe illness and death. More than 100 million children worldwide have received vaccination. We are working at full strength to have children aged 3 to 11 to get vaccinated. The two COVID-19 vaccines used in Hong Kong are safe and effective. No severe reaction has occurred after vaccination. Even among those with asthma, food or drug allergies. Protect your children. Add now to arrange vaccination. I am a primary student. I want to get vaccinated. 24 hours a day. This is RTHK. Just got done with a full hour of some good old country rock. This hour it's all about the European rock pop bands. Now, not British bands, we're talking about Switzerland, Austrian, uh, what do I got? German, Japanese, um, got them from Icelandic bands, yes, yes, got them from all over the place. So that's what it's about this hour, and we're going to kick things off here first with my boys, my Swedish group, yes, here's Europe, 1987, their fourth single from the Final Countdown album. Here's Cherokee right here on Radio Three with me, Michael Lanson, The People's Show. <laughs>